Welcome to the Latin MedTech Leaders Podcast, a conversation with MedTech leaders who have succeeded or plan to succeed in Latin America. Please subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or Deezer. Today, our guest is Luis Alvarez. Luis is the CEO and founder of Adaptive and developed a, the concept of, for targeted therapeutic delivery during and following a combat tour in Iraq where several of his soldiers suffered se severe extremity injuries. So, Luis, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Uh, thank you so much, Julio, for the invitation. I look forward to the conversation. Excellent. All right, Luis, let's get started with your journey to Latin America. How is it that you got connected with the region? Well, uh, my family originally, of course, from uh, from Cuba, and uh, I've always had connection and friends and family in Latin America. And then uh, professionally, as uh, we started to develop uh, the company and, and to look at options, we have had several conversations with uh, companies in Latin America that uh, run clinical trials and that uh, would be interested later on in licensing. So now we're having, uh, I would say, a growing interest in uh, doing business in Latin America. Excellent. All right. So what trends do you see happening in the industry or in Latin America that are relevant to, to the discussion today, Luis? Well, I think a lot of uh, companies that provide, uh, let's say, clinical services and companies that uh, would be distributors for products that are approved uh, from those studies uh, are starting to grow quite a bit. And they've experienced uh, growth not only in uh, activity in Latin America, but a lot of those Latin American companies are now actually multinational. So they're looking for partnerships in the U.S. and in Europe and other regions. And we see a lot more activity, more appetite, more interest in this type of uh, cross-regional uh, collaboration. Very good. What's been your experience doing studies, I mean, in the U.S. or outside of the United States? So as a U.S.-based company, we've actually looked abroad first. So we have uh, partners, for example, in Japan. Uh, we also have uh, a Theradaptive Australia, which we set up as a new entity. Yeah. And we do have experience doing uh, preclinical work. And now we'll be launching actually our first um, phase one, two combined study. We'll enroll first and dose its first patient in Australia. Excellent. So, you know, we're familiar with over, overseas type of operations. And actually, we're looking uh, with great interest towards uh, Latin American uh, clinical study sites. Okay. Any particular reason why you're looking at Latin America? to diversify your patient enrollment, uh, no, diver diversity, or to acquire more clinical data to expand outside Australia, or for recruitment reasons? I mean, what's your driver to go to Latin America now? Well, overall, Latin America, I think, is very attractive because uh, medical practice there is world-class in, in, in several of the uh, regional medical centers in each of the countries. Uh, so uh, they are no strangers to doing you know, uh, regulated clinical studies. Also, it's an attractive market. It's a growing market. And um, for us, it's something that, uh, you know, if you already have a connection clinically, then you have a much easier uh, time launching uh, products because physicians are familiar with your product. So it makes sense to do clinical studies in each of the regions where you want uh, to have uh, your business, but also for diversity because the FDA in the U.S. actually has very uh, strict uh, uh, measures of how uh, effective your therapy is in different populations. 
Yes, yeah, good answer. And so let's go back to Australia because I, I see the companies are exploring Australia a lot or have been exploring Australia for quite a bit. And I understand there are some incentives. Can you just elaborate a little bit more on that? Why did you go to Australia? Yes, and we're not the first. And uh, every time we uh, turn our heads, there's another company going to Australia. Oh. And the reason is very simple. And it's maybe a model that... Uh, uh, regulators in uh, Latin America might uh, borrow because it's a successful model. Yeah. And that is that the Australian authorities uh, allow you to take a 43.7% uh, um, refund uh, through their tax system on any expenditures that you have in, in the country related to clinical work. So for a company, it makes absolute sense to do that. And it's created a huge incentive for many, many, from large to small, many companies to do this work there. So I think in Latin America, there may be opportunities for this type of uh, economic uh, creativity to attract uh, more business. Absolutely, absolutely. What about the, the regulatory approval process in Australia? Do you find it to be, do you find it to be uh, uh, expeditious? I mean, uh, efficient or have you gone through that yet or not yet? What stage are you in? Yeah, so we have actually experienced uh, what it is like to get uh, approval to start a clinical study. And in Australia, it's very straightforward because you do not require, um, the way you do in the U.S., you require FDA approval of an IND or an IDE. In Australia, you really need local ethics approval in the uh, study site where you're operating, and then a notification to what's called the TGA, which is the equivalent of the FDA. So in Australia, the entry barrier to a study is satisfying an ethics uh, questionnaire, and uh, that also makes it very attractive. So I would say in Latin America, if there are some uh, ideas around uh, entry points for phase one studies or phase one, two studies, allowing a local ethics approval as the standard could really facilitate new, uh, new entry into the market. Absolutely. Yeah. There are some in Latin America. It's just a matter of, of finding the right country because every country has its own uh, ways of doing things but uh, there are a couple of countries in Latin America where that can happen but they don't have that that incentive that tax incentive that Australia has so but but it has other advantages it's closer to the US same time zone less travel other advantages so, okay so uh, in terms of um so in terms of uh, other uh, colleagues or other companies that you know about, is, is, is Latin America always in the conversation? Is Australia always in the conversation? Is Eastern Europe always in the conversation? Because it used to. And now I'm not so sure, so that's why I want to get your take on that. What countries are in the conversation about exploring geographies for clinical research in your opinion? Yes, I would say Australia ranks at the top, but uh, I have heard uh, in many conversations uh, studies in Latin America, especially in uh, Colombia, uh, Mexico, Brazil, Argentina, uh, where there are favorable environments to do those studies. Eastern Europe has fallen uh, to, to a less prominent role, maybe uh, for various reasons, but uh, I would say in Latin America, I've seen an increase in, in the uh, discussions around having studies down there. Very good, very good. Yes, certainly um, one of the advantages of Latin America, as I mentioned, is, is, is way closer to the United States. And also cost savings. I'm, I'm not so sure how costly Australia is, but certainly the currency is, 
is, is stronger than the Colombian peso, for example, or the Mexican peso. So th that in itself is also a, a, an advantage of Latin America. And also the size of the country. Uh, I'm not so sure if you know that, but um, Latin America is one of the most urbanized regions in the world. And in, 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 according to the trends, it will soon be the most urbanized region in the world. So for patient recruitment, that helps a lot because you don't have to go through, a, a, through five cities to, to find uh, subjects if you have all your subjects just one city. So you don't have to. Yes, that's very attractive. Very attractive. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Australia, I understand, is is has what like thirty million people, something like that. But it's all spread out. I mean, it's a large territory. Yes, and Australia actually is very sparsely populated, and most of the population lives on the coasts. Whereas in Latin America, you have, like you said, a lot of urban centers that offer really yeah. good advantages for. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to the United States. Why? Are companies going overseas? I mean, in your opinion, what's the driver for these companies to look at places like Australia or, or Latin America? I would say simplicity, uh, effectiveness of the studies in the overseas locations, uh, cost. Uh, so there are a number of advantages of uh, going to Latin America or, or overseas. Uh, and I think it really has to do with the, uh, the requirements that are imposed to do studies in the U.S. Uh, sometimes it's not even the FDA. It's these large medical centers become, you know, almost bureaucratic. They become their own government uh, <laughs> entities in a way. Whereas in overseas sites, uh, these centers are more practical. They operate quickly. They get to the point, which is treating the patient. And that's attractive. That's a great point. You know, I've never heard that point before. <laughs> I mean, having bureaucracy in the middle of the approval in, in these large hospital systems. But you're bringing up a great point. I mean, in, in the U.S., you don't find smaller hospitals anymore because of the consolidation of the, of the healthcare industry. You find huge hospital systems. And, and as you said, they can be extremely bureaucratic. Whereas in, 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 in places like Latin America, Colombia, Mexico, Brazil, you find smaller clinics where you can pick up the phone and call the CEO of the clinic and get things done yes. quickly. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Yeah, that's a huge benefit. <laughs> that's a huge benefit. Awesome. So the, the, the trend is, is, is clear. Um, I understand there is, a, there is a, a program in the United States called the Early Feasibility Study Program or something like that. Have you heard about it? Is that something that is making a dent in this trend or not? Uh, I haven't actually heard about that, uh, but now that you mentioned, I should look into it. Uh, yes, it's at the yeah, FDA. It's at the FDA started about probably seven years ago. And, and actually, one of my clients, uh, the CEO of a company who did a study with us, uh, is leading or used to be leading that program. Uh, last time I checked, he was leading that like two years ago. But anyway, the point is that the FDA realized that uh, that that. These studies are going overseas, and the U.S. is is missing out on on on, on this business, and and patients have uh, are not having U.S. patients are not having uh, access to these advanced medical technologies uh, earlier, and and uh, they are doing something or they're trying to do something to attract these companies back to the United States, and so that they don't have to go overseas. But of course, as you said, there are some things that are outside of the control of the FDA that uh, makes it difficult, like dealing with this bureaucracy inside of private 
hospital system. But regardless, uh, there's a, that, that's a very good initiative. I mean, not good for countries like Australia or Colombia, but uh, it's good for, for U.S. companies that want to be in the U.S. and don't, don't venture overseas. Because I also understand I've been doing this for 15 years, and, and it can be a little scary, uh, especially for companies going to Latin America. You hear all these bad news about political instability and, and riots and, and all the things that you see in the news. So that is not something that is making the region attractive. But once, initially, I mean, on the surface, but once you, you, you pass that point and you realize that, that the, the good is, is, is more than the bad in Latin America, companies get pleasantly surprised about what they find in, 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 in Latin America. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, the, the early feasibility uh, study program. I invite you to check it out. It will uh, probably give you another angle to explore in your search for locations. That's very helpful. Thank you for that. And, you know, the, the point about instability, I almost feel in some ways uh, uh, is over uh, overstated because uh, the news will want to highlight this. But every time I visited uh, anywhere in Latin America, I felt very safe. And uh, I don't even think that should be a real consideration for anybody considering, uh, you know, studies in Latin America. That's uh, that uh, has not turned out to be, uh, you know, a real effect in limiting anything yeah. for me. Good, good, good. Yes. And what countries have you have you visited in Latin America besides Cuba, for of course? Uh, so uh, Mexico, Brazil, uh, Argentina, Uruguay, uh, to name a few. But um, yeah, it's been uh, it's good to visit, and um, this, the the urban centers, as you said, are really rich in uh, populations for uh, for recruiting for clinical studies, and the medical practice is of course world class in these cities, uh, the main cities. So yeah, I found it to be a very attractive location, which is part of the reason we're uh, you know we're exploring uh, expanding our uh, our phase one two for spine actually to uh, Colombia. Excellent, very good, very good. So in, in your search in in Latin America and Colombia, have you found uh, good experience CROs? Uh, I mean, what's been your experience in in or I don't know if you've spoken with a CRO or not, but have you found investigators motivated to lead in your study or professionals? willing to help you set up the studies? I mean, what's been your, your journey towards exploring Colombia, for example, as your destination? Yeah, actually, in Colombia, we do have a very nice uh, CRO uh, that we've been talking with that uh, we think that we will uh, probably move ahead uh, with them. And they've been very supportive in explaining everything about how to start a study, even the regulatory uh, requirements uh, in Colombia. And uh, so we feel very comfortable with them. Um, and I think uh, having a good, strong CRO partner is, is important because uh, for the, all the reasons you mentioned, the logistics, the language, uh, the, the, the contacts is something that uh, you rather plug and play than try to develop uh, from scratch. Very good. Yes, agree. All right. Uh, Luis, I, I think uh, we're close to the end of the show. I, I thank you so much for your insights. They're priceless. And uh, I wish you a, an extraordinary uh, experience in Latin America and Colombia is my home country. And uh, I am sure that uh, you're going to have uh, good uh, study, uh, I mean, clinical data, clinical results in, in the country. 
And the country is one of the most experienced uh, countries in Latin America in early feasibility, first in human uh, proof of concept type of medical device studies. And uh, more so than the other countries that you mentioned, Argentina or Brazil, because of the speed of the regulatory approval process, the, the hospital infrastructure, and, and the openness of the investigators to, to collaborate with uh, U.S. physicians, proctors, and, and U.S. companies. So it's actually the, the friendliest country to the United States, like uh, the, the closest ally in, in, in yes. Latin America. Yes. Well, I look forward to visiting and maybe seeing you when I go down there. Julio. Yes, it'll be fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Luis. Sure, sure. So uh, before we sign up for today, do you have any final thoughts, morsels of wisdom or other musings uh, for our listeners? I would say uh, whenever you have curiosity, especially in, in investigating Latin America as a potential site, uh, take the dive, make the jump and uh, go visit and you'll be pleasantly surprised. Excellent. Well said. <laughs> All right, Luis, thank you so much for being on the show today. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Julio.